Hi everyone and welcome back to Two Feet Apart with me, your host, Peachy Patra. Today's guest is not only a friend of mine, but she's also a powerhouse of a businesswoman. We are talking all about journalism versus creative writing, how to put your personality into your own work, giving yourself credit, choosing business partners, and more. So let's get into it. So hi everyone, I'd love to introduce you to my friend Elaine. Elaine, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Elaine Capagines. I am the owner of um, Wilshire Media. I almost said The Holistic Parent. Um, so that was my old venture. Uh, so The Holistic Parent was a natural health and wellness magazine for families in the Waterloo region. And I did that for five years. Um, and then actually I just made the transition, not just, um, a few months ago I made the transition uh, away from the magazine and now I am running a PR and uh, marketing and content firm called Wilshire Media. That's amazing. How have you found the transition so far? Uh, well, a little awkward during this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, no, actually, it's been really seamless, to be honest with you. I'm, um, so I actually technically started the transition back in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started taking on clients uh, more geared towards uh, creating content for them and then doing uh, media strategy and public relations. Um, And then I just sort of got to, I was doing the magazine at the same time and I got to the point where I really needed to make a decision on uh, kind of one direction or the other because I was finding it just um, too much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I actually made the decision in November to shut the magazine down and focus full time on uh, PR and marketing strategy. Um, so technically the transition has been going on for a while. Um, I announced it in February. So, uh, I think a lot of people, it kind of felt like it was out of the blue. Um, Uh but you know, behind the scenes, it was not at all. (laughs) Yeah. It was something that you had been leading up to. (laughs) Totally. It'd been pretty gradual. And a lot of people kind of in my inner circle and anybody who'd been to my networking events and stuff, they all knew, Uh um, what was coming, but to make the public announcement, um, came in February. Um, so, I mean, yeah, really during like this whole, I don't know, COVID-19 shutdown, um, it's all, it's pretty much been business as usual kind of for me, just because I've got my clients, um, they're under contract. We've kind of had to pivot, um, sort of some strategies, but, um, really, yeah, really it's been kind of business as usual. That's so good to hear that it hasn't affected you negatively. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Um, so what are some things that you found different with this transition? Did you have anything going on like this prior to the holistic parent? Well, so I actually have a really long history in, uh, journalism. So I have a, I have a degree in journalism and so I've been working in media for about 15 years. Um, and yeah, so (laughs) I'm kind of sounding old right now, but Um, yeah, so I had about a 15 year career in media, um, kind of up, up until now. Um, and a lot of it has been in, um, like senior editorial management positions. Um, I was an associate publisher for a trade magazine. Um, so I've always kind of done the, the managerial side of publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my focus was on business journalism. So I've worked for legal magazines. I've worked for accounting publications, um, trade magazines. So that was kind of my specialty. So I kind of feel like I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, the parenting magazine, um, I loved it. And then the subject matter was so perfect for the time. Um, when I launched it in 2014, I had just had my first daughter. 
I was really immersed in the world of like parenting and natural parenting and um, like all things holistic. And so the content for me just made sense. Um, but it, it's been a, it was a pretty, as far as like my career goes, it was a bit of a deviation from what I'd actually done, um, prior to launching the holistic parent. Okay. Yeah. I knew that you had the magazine, but I wasn't sure what was going on before that. Yeah. So that was, (laughs) yeah, I've had a bit of a, it's been a bit of a, 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 um, yeah, I've had an interesting career. I mean, I've, I, to say I've worked in journalism for 15 years, like, and consistently, and I've done everything from, you know, I was working for one of the largest um, publishing companies in the world um, when I moved out to the Waterloo region. And then I was freelance. I, I did a lot of freelance writing and editing and designing for a while. I, I had, I'd launched a magazine previously. So in 2008, I had launched uh, an independent magazine um, so yeah, it's kind of all stuff that I have been doing for a long time. Um, but doing the PR and the media strategy side is just a little bit of a different side of the publishing. I guess a different, different side of the same coin essentially, but yeah. Absolutely. What brought you into journalism? Ooh, um, oh, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I've never been asked that before. I, you really? know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I have always been interested. I mean, if I go back, like, you know, to some of my favorite projects when I was in school, they always had to do it. I was always, um, so yeah, if I go back to things that I really enjoyed doing at school, um, they really were writing and, you know, I would always enter, you know, poetry contests and writing contests and essay contests. And um, I just, it was something I've just always done. Um, so I actually, I have a degree, I went to uh, the University of Western Ontario, I have a degree in, I have an honors degree in English and philosophy. So again, I was just always kind of been drawn to that, that writing. Um, I was always fascinated by the business of books and publishing. And um, so, yeah, I did four years at Western, um, came out with a, you know, BA, wasn't really sure what to do with it. <laughs> uh, almost went to law school. Okay. And actually, yeah, so while I was, I just, you know, everybody in my philosophy programs was applying to law. So I thought it was sort of a good direction for me to go to. And it was actually during um, the process of applying to law school. And then, you know, okay, if I didn't get in, what's my contingency plans that I discovered this journalism program that I ended up taking at Humber college. And I just fell in love with the idea of being a journalist. And, um, and then I went and did the interview at Humber college and just the opportunities that came with that program were incredible. The, the co-op program and being able to work on magazines and, you know, the, I love the hands-on approach with college, mm-hmm. especially coming from a university. It's very, you know, it's all theory and, you know, we're reading, I was reading a lot of English books and philosophy books. So. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so it was nice to come into a college situation where, you know, like our magazine course was, well, everybody's, you know, getting a position and we're producing a magazine. So I wow. really enjoy that hands-on portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I've been really lucky in my career. I, I got a job in journalism, you know, right out of college. Um, I actually opted out of my last semester at college and got equivalency credits so that I could go and work at a newspaper in Eastern Ontario. And I've essentially been working in the industry ever since. So 
yeah, I think I kind of fell into it and uh, I'm not going anywhere. That's awesome. Is that something that you saw yourself doing when you were younger or it was just as you got older, you're like, I'm just going to do this? Yeah, I don't know if it was journalism specifically. Like I never thought that I would like write for a newspaper. Like I didn't really know anything about magazines, but I was always sort of drawn to that that side of of writing. I was always a good writer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in high school, I always did all the English classes and um, it just always came very easily to me. So it was something, again, journalism was, it was never an end goal, but it definitely kind of checked all of the boxes um, that kind of, you know, worked with the, the career that I, that I saw myself in. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then in terms of your writing, do you find, you know, people have all these different definitions of art and what art is. Do you think that writing and these forms of media are a form of art as well? Um, you, that's, that's a fantastic question. Um, I always, you know, people always tell me, oh my God, you must be so creative. You're a writer. And I, I think one of the reasons that I really was drawn to journalism is it's very technical. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a formula. Um, you know, I was, when I was working at a, I was working at a weekly newspaper as, you know, a reporter and photographer and, you know, I was publishing and, you know, writing uh, up to 10, 10, 12, 15 articles a week. Um, you, there is a bit of a formula to it. So I, that's actually one of the reasons I think that I was drawn to journalism versus like a creative writing sort of um, career, because I'm not creative in that kind of traditional like writing fiction or short stories or poetry that's that's not my direction Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the technical aspect of journalism so if you were to ask me like if I'm an artist um I would say no um other writers might disagree with me it it, you know it might be a different process Mm -hmm. um but it's also why I really enjoy design as well I've done a lot of magazine design in my career and again, people are like, wow, you're so creative. And I, again, I, I'm really, I don't find it, for me, I don't find it like a creative outlet. I'm not drawn to the creativity side of it. I'm really drawn to that technical side. You know, there's a formula and there's a way to do things and there's ways that things fit together. And I kind of like that kind of figuring out the puzzle sort of thing. Absolutely. Interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I find you very fascinating. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> a good excuse to get all the questions out. Um, uh, do it. <laughs> so, in terms of all your technical writing, uh, do you find ways to still kind of put your own personality and your own spin into the work that you do? Hundred um, percent. A lot of the writing that I now. To be fair, I haven't actually done a lot of writing in the last, um, especially the last three years. I used to do quite a bit of writing for the magazine, and then I just found it's it's actually the writing is very time consuming. Yeah, and, I can imagine. Yeah, and I find with writing, I also have to be in a very specific state of mind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I'm when I'm designing you know, I can sit and I can kind of be, you know, looking at the kids and, you know, my, you know, kind of listening to music or watching a show. Like I can, not that I'm, I I can, I can absorb the distractions a little bit better Mm -hmm. when I'm doing something like designing or working on a website. But when I'm writing, I really have to be in a very specific state of mind and it has to, you know, I'm one of these people that has to be dead quiet. Like, you know, I, um, I just finished editing a book, um, at the end of last year. And when I was doing that work, it would be, you know, at midnight 
in my kitchen by myself with noise canceling headphones off. Like I need it dead silence. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it is a bit of a, I don't know, for me, it's a bit of, I have to be, it's, it's a little bit of a mindset shift mm-hmm. I'm writing. So yeah, I was finding it just a lot, like running the magazine and, you know, doing all the ad sales and, you know, uh, basically, I mean, basically doing all of the business side of the, of the publishing. I was finding that the writing just wasn't clicking for me as, as easily. So while I do enjoy writing, um, it's definitely not my, my main, um, I don't know, it's not my main passion. Um, it's definitely what brought me into journalism, but there's definitely other aspects of journalism that I um, am sort of drawn to a little bit more, I think. Yeah, that keep you in it a bit more. Yeah, like I, the, the editing, um, I actually enjoy editing a lot more than I like writing. Um, most of my career I've been, I've never actually been employed as a writer. I've done freelance writing. I, like I said, I edited a book um, not that mm-hmm. long ago. So I've always had kind of that writing side going on, but I'm, I, the editing I find much more interesting. I, you know, I've worked as a magazine editor. I was a senior editor um, at different publications. I really like, you know, constructing the story, passing it off to a writer, having them actually do the work and then getting it back and putting it together. So that's, again, I think it's a little bit more of that puzzle that I like to figure out sometimes. So yeah, yeah, the editing I find a little bit more interesting than the writing. (laughs) That's fair. I'm pretty much the same way, except I can't always have the dead silence. I need like classical music, you know, Mm. but uh, yeah, yeah, I hear you on that. So when you're in these zones and you're doing all this, do you find it draining? Do you have to, do you have like a ritual that you do before and after writing and working or do Um, you just kind of interject it into your day? No, when I'm, when I'm really doing um, like a hardcore writing, and I guess I'm, I'm going to go back to the example of um, the book that I was just working on, because um, that was the most recent um, kind of example of this type of work that I've done. Um, it really, I had to be, it was mostly happens in the, like in the, not, not even the evening, at, at nighttime. Um, I, and I also need a really large chunk of time to work um, where I'm I can't be bouncing back and forth to be th- to things. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, write a little bit and then check an email and come back to it and, you know, or, you know, make dinner and come back to it. I, I need to start at, you know, I would start at nine, 10 o'clock at night and then I would work till two or three in the morning, pretty much straight. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that has to do just with having the kids around as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't, I can't be breaking my focus um, as much. So, you know, in terms of a ritual, it's like, you know, I have to make sure that everything is, is within arm's reach. Like if I'm, you know, I've got my water, I've got, you know, a snack, I've, I've got what I need so that I can dedicate as much time as humanly possible to the task so that I'm not, you know, oh, what's over here? And oh, I got to do the dishes and oh, I'm hungry. I should make a snack. Like I've really just sort of got to get in that zone. Yeah, you have to kind of segment it and mm-hmm. yeah, differentiate. What is yeah. the biggest thing that you've learned from running your own business and managing all that you do? Ooh. <laughs> um, hmm. What have I learned? I think that I've learned that um I think I've learned that I'm more capable than I think I am. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, I just sort of, I, 
people are always asking me like, wow, you know, how do you do it? You run a business and you've got your kids. And I never had my kids in daycare. So I've always had them home with me full time. So yeah, I always get this sort of question. And when I'm, when I'm doing it, I don't feel like it's anything special. Like I just assume that everybody's got their kids at home and everybody's running a business. And, you know, I just sort of, I kind of get into my own head and this is just the way things are. But you know, to actually step back and look at what I've accomplished over the last five years, like, um, you know, it's a little impressive. <laughs> it's super incredible. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that I am, I am more capable, I think, than I give myself credit for. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially starting a new business and making, not even a new business, this is, Wilshire Media has been my business all along, but making this pivot over the last few months, like, you know, there's obviously hesitations and there's some of that negative self-talk that comes in. And, and, you know, I think I've learned to hit cancel on that pretty quickly and be like, no, you know what? I can do this. I've, I've done it before and I'm doing it now. And, you know, I am, I'm more capable than I think I am. Absolutely. And that's such a good kind of affirmation to always remind yourself. And I think any situation yeah, I think so. And, and I mean, I can, I come back to that a few times, right? Like, you know, when, when things are getting challenging, um, you know, from as, as a parent or as a business owner, like, you know, I really am able to step back and say, like, just with that little bit of perspective, right? And, and looking back over the last, my, you know, not even the last five years, but the last 15 years and, you know, looking at what I've accomplished and where I am and where I'm going, um, you know, it is, and, and, having perspective is just, it's so key, right? Like when you're in those moments and things are getting rough and you know, you're struggling, just taking a moment to get a different perspective on what's going on, I think is, is just so beneficial in so many different situations. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, it's so important just to recognize and always remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I met you, it was after knowing you online as the holistic parent and uh, I'm trying to remember when the first time we officially met was. Oh, oh, I think uh, it was at uh, that photo, photo shoot thing. It was like yes. that pop up photo event. Yes, because I feel like I've known you for a long time. Because I've also followed you on social media for a while. So I feel like I'm not having like a definitive like, oh, I met Patrick kind of right? moment. Right, like I've known you for a really long time. Exactly. <laughs> So when I met you, I kind of already knew all about what you did and what you do and kind of this powerhouse that you are. But do you find that other people that you meet and you kind of talk about your work and what you do, do you find that they're surprised or do you think that kind of it goes with the vibe that you give off? Um, you know, it's so funny. And I, something I've been working on is that a lot of the time when people, when I, when I meet somebody new and they ask like, what do you do? My automatic response is, oh, I'm a full-time mom to my two girls. And, and I, I, it's almost like the conversation stops there because in my head, I'm just so much into like motherhood and, and especially, you know, a couple, like even a couple years ago when my kids were a little bit younger, um, that was just my, for me, I always felt like I was a full-time stay-at-home mom, like at heart. Oh, and then by the way, I also own a business. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a little side thing, yeah, you know, it's nothing. Right. Yeah. Which would eventually over the course of the conversation would be like, oh yeah, I own a business. And I always kind of downplayed that a little bit. So, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I have a, a particularly good answer to your question <laughs> because it's something that I'm still working on to try and, you know, make that p- more a part of who I am and not mm-hmm. just afterthought. <laughs> Yeah. And I find that that seems to be such a common trend with women. It's first, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a whatever, rather than what you actually do. And the two are so intertwined. um, And people tend to forget that they're more than just a mom or more than just a parent or a wife. Oh, absolutely. And I I think especially, like I said, my kids are a little bit older now. They're four and seven. So, um, you know, I'm not quite in that like well, although we did have a, uh, I had a, a toddler size temper tantrum at bedtime today. We're sort of out of the, like, I feel like I'm out of that, like the weeds of like motherhood when, you know, they're babies and they're, you know, that toddler phase. We're sort of getting out of that a little bit. They're much more independent. And, you know, a big part of this transition over the last few months has been, was, was really triggered by the fact that I'm not home with my kids full time anymore. Um, mm. You know, I knew you know, 2019, I knew was going to be a really hard year for me personally and for the business because my little one was starting junior kindergarten in September. So I sort of always had this like vision that the holistic parent was, you know, my, I always said it was my, it was my evenings and weekends hobby. Like, you know, the kids, you know, I put them down for lunch and then I'd grab my computer and I'd send out a few emails. And it was just always this like kind of afterthought um, Mm because I was mom first um, and then, oh yeah, kids are in bed. Now I'm going to grab my computer and I'm going to work on the magazine. And I was super, super lucky that I got my business to a place that I was able to do that, um, that I wasn't Mm -hmm. working on it constantly, that it was, it got to a point where it was running itself. And, you know, um, obviously I was still really involved day to day, but it wasn't taking as much time and energy to keep it running as it once did. So I sort of had this deadline in my mind that, you know, come September, 2019, both my girls are going to be in school full-time. Well, now I can make that shift from full-time mom to full-time business owner. Um, And leading up to that transition was really hard. It was a really, uh, it was a really difficult year just um, from a personal perspective. And then also that mindset shift that I knew was coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and it hit me like a ton of bricks in September. (laughs) it was the transition was much more difficult than I thought it was going to be um yeah yeah, so I've really had to part of that was just kind of redefining even who I was as a as a mom and a business owner so it's been yeah it's it's um the last six months it's been a lot of work um to kind of get my you know not only make the transition um to the business but also kind of making a transition uh in my own mindset Absolutely. Do you find yourself having to advocate for yourself and for your business often? Or is it something that is pretty established that it's important to you and that kind of thing? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm established enough in the community right now that I don't, I don't find that there's any struggles um, from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always a bit of a struggle just for recognition. Um, and, you know, when you're on social media, you know, trying to, you know, weed through all the muck, right? Like, you know, trying to play the algorithms and figure out what post is going to do this. And um, that was a big part of uh, what I was doing with the holistic parent was 
trying to get that type of recognition outside of the community. And I always felt like I was on a bit of a hamster wheel in that sense. Um, but now since making the transition, like I just feel like a lot of the pressure's off because I have, you know, I'm more established. I've got a really established network and, you know, I don't have to go and look for those clients anymore. The clients are coming to me. So I just feel like there's been a bit of a, a, a pressure release, um, especially the last, uh, especially the last three months. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> when you're making these business decisions, uh, do you tend to go based off kind of your intuition and what you believe in and kind of your own passion and purpose? Or do you go based off of, you know, these are the stats, this will work best? Um, um, really a combination of both. Um, mm -hmm. You know, at, at the heart of who I am, I'm a very rational person. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not particularly emotional. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm definitely more of like that uh, A-type personality. I, I like my stats. I like my statistics. I like to know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I write business plans and I write marketing plans and, you know, I, I do my financial projections. Like that's very much a part of just who I am as a person. So that is definitely a huge part of my business. Yeah. But you know, that stuff doesn't mean anything if I'm not following my passion and I'm not following my, you know, my gut instincts. And it really was my gut that, um, that led me to shut down the holistic parent. Um, I sort of had this moment, um, maybe around like, I think when I was producing the last issue in, uh, in the fall, yeah, I had this moment where I was like, I'm feeling really disconnected from the content. I, I was sitting down to do my, my editorial plan for 2020, um, which I always do. I always knew what my covers were going to be. I knew what my feature articles were going to be for the whole year. So I had this all mapped out. Oh, wow. And down, yeah. And I sat down and I was just like, I was really struggling to come up with content ideas. And I had this moment where I was like, wow, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really disconnected from this content. You know, my kids are not little anymore. I don't you know, um, I also sort of had this uh, bit of a wake up call where I was asked to speak at a, uh, a breastfeeding um, group, it was a breastfeeding support group. And I was asked to come in and um, talk about the magazine and then talk about my own sort of breastfeeding journey with my girls. And, you know, I sort of had this moment where I was like, I couldn't even talk about it because I couldn't really remember the details. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was having sort of trouble recalling like some mm -hmm. of the details. And then um, somebody who was sitting there mentioned, you know, that there had been this, uh, a protocol change. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. And I sort of had this moment where I was like, man, like, I feel like as somebody who's producing a holistic parenting magazine, this is stuff that I should know, mm. but I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Just really disconnected from, from the content. And I was feeling really disconnected from the audience. So all of a sudden what I was doing started to feel a little, um, inauthentic. Yeah. And it felt like I was sort of trying to put myself into, you know, put myself into that, that mindset that I wasn't in anymore. And I started to feel like the content was suffering because of that. And, and that was a really big clue for me that this um, had probably run its course. Um, you know, for all intents and purposes, the magazine was very successful. Um, you know, I've had a lot of questions, people being like, why are you stopping a magazine that's really successful? You know, the last issue we produced um, was one of the highest in terms of ad sales. It was one of the, um, it, it, 
so I print five, I print 5,000 copies uh, every issue, but like those 5,000 copies were gone and accounted for before I even had them printed. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a growing business and it was a successful business and, you know, it had a lot of momentum with, with what was going on in the background, but like I said, it just, it started to feel really inauthentic to me and I was being pulled in this other direction and it really took some time for me to kind of step back, get my perspective and make the decision that it wasn't the direction that I wanted to go in anymore. So, but you know, it was a calculated decision. It wasn't something that mm -hmm. I made overnight. Like there was, like I said, there were marketing plans and there were business, business plans and budget projections. Yeah. <laughs> so, Definitely a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I that's impressive having the whole year laid out. Wow. Yeah, that was. Um, that's actually a, it's a bit of a that's a bit of a holdback from when I was working in in publishing. Um, a lot. That's actually really common to have the entire published like your whole um, year laid out ahead of time. Obviously, there's some flexibility if something comes up, but that was definitely something that I have done for the last you know five years of producing my own magazine was sitting down and planning out the entire year. So, you know, my art team and my editorial team, we had all of our dates, uh, you know, almost a year in advance. So yeah, again, just kind of how things kind of how my brain works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just compartmentalizing it and getting yeah. it all set up. Totally. That's impressive that half the time I'm like, okay, so what am I doing today? <laughs> no. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm also a lot of that too. <laughs> I actually had to like plan on, I was doing a, um, a live video on Instagram today and I actually had to like schedule to have a shower before that happened. <laughs> don't, 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 don't think that I'm all organized all the time. Uh, I love it. <laughs> or big I picture mean, organization. The day to day is a little messy. <laughs> yeah. No one can smell through the camera. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also haven't been out of the house or seen anybody in a, you know, a little while. So I thought a, a shower oh. was probably necessary. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. So in terms of your business and kind of being independent in it, what's, would you say is the best advice that you've received? Oh, the best one. Um, so before I went on maternity leave with my first daughter, I was working for, it was a little bit of a mom and pop shop. It was a trade magazine, um, very successful in the industry. Um, and I worked for the, the owner. He was this kind of kooky, eccentric, um, you know, publisher. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know how else to describe him. He was, he was quirky and eccentric. And, uh, you know, he said to me once that one of his, he was very successful in publishing, um, owned, owned a number of magazines, had sold several businesses, you know, and did very, very well. Um, so, you know, really knew what he was doing. And he said to me that one of the skills that he has and something that's made him so successful is knowing when he sees talent and then making sure that that talent is aligned with him. So I always loved that idea. Mm -hmm. I was finding people to be on my team who I, you know, I feel like that they've got the talent and there's somebody that I want to work with, you know you can be the best writer in the entire world, but if it's, if I can't work with you, uh, that's, that's a really difficult relationship to maintain. And that's not good for business. 
Absolutely. But yeah, so I think that's really, that's something that's definitely carried me through my entire career was making sure that I was working with people that I wanted to. Um, and then, you know, I, I've, a lot of it, you know, you know all about like when you're talking about vibes and stuff, like mm -hmm. you really want to be on the same wavelength with the people that you're working with. And, you know, if you're seeking out those, those, if you're putting out that kind of low vibration, those are the people that you're going to be attracting to you. So, you know, for me, it's really making a conscious effort to increase my vibration and attracting the people that I want to work with and, and recognizing those people and, and recognizing that talent and then bringing them on to my team because um, those are the people that I want to work with. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm passionate about them and they're passionate about me, that's a really good working relationship to start with. So, yeah, that Absolutely. was a really solid piece of advice from him. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that's similar. Um, I recently started a new job and I was talking to my boss and he was saying, you know, we can teach extra skills if there's things that you don't know, but we hire for personality. Yeah. And uh, I think that's important to have that kind of functioning team that all works well together and has each other's strengths. And yeah, definitely. I think it's sometimes it's a bit of, you know, I've I worked in corporate a lot. I've worked, you know, a lot of my career was in corporate publishing and, you know, large corporations with the cubicle and the middle management and the, you know, HR and all, all that. So, um, you know, there, there's a bit of a misstep, I think, in the corporate world where they are hiring. It's almost like they're hiring a resume. And oh, 100%. Yeah, they're really missing that, that human connection. You can't mm -hmm. replicate that human connection. You can't replicate that, that um, relationship with somebody, right? As, as a writer, I would much rather work with somebody that I, you know, I knew and I respected and I got along with because I think, especially in, from, from a journalism standpoint, I don't care how much, you know, I don't care if you're a parent, I don't care how much experience you have with, you know, the world of holistic um, the holistic stuff and alternative medicine, like you don't need to have any experience there, but if you're a good writer and I respect you, you know, they're going to be able to pick up on that stuff pretty quickly. So mm -hmm. it, it really is about finding the people that you want to, to surround yourself with. And, you know, back to that vibration, if you're, if you're bringing your vibration down or you're seeking out those people that have a lower vibration, it's going to affect everything. It's, it's, it's just this, it's going to be a cascade effect, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very selective with the people that I work with and the people that I align myself with. And I, I think that has served me very well in my, not even just the last five years as an entrepreneur, but really in the last 15 years of my career. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so good. And that's even, you know, when it comes to like friend groups, like I feel like that can be applied to so much other than just work as well. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. I mean, even my, my, my circle of friends is pretty small as well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, you know, you and I started saying at the beginning that, you know, I am an extrovert. Like I definitely get my energy from being around other people, but you know, that's not just, I don't have a huge network of friends that I rely on. I really, they're there. It's a small close knit group. And, you know, we're very, I'm very selective about the people that I share my energy with. And like I said, I think that that's, that's served me very well. <laughs> So good. Um, so in terms of your story, and I don't mean just, I'm not limiting this just to work. Um, it can be in anything, but what about your story do you think is important for other people to hear? Um, you know, I think, 
I think I'm a good model for resilience and adaptability. Um, I, you know, um, as a kid, my family moved around a lot. Um, I went to, uh, I went to 10 different schools. Oh, wow. Uh, I went to, I changed. So every year between grade six and grade 12, I changed schools every single year. <laughs> um, wow. So I sort of have this, I think, you know, growing up, I even had this idea of, you know, I started, I, I really, I'm not saying this very well. Um, the idea of change never scared me. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like I was quite adaptable to different situations. And it's definitely one of my strengths is that I can be put into different situations and I, I can adapt very quickly. Um, and I think that's directly related to my childhood. Um, and then, you know, bringing that forward, that having that idea of adaptability, it's just, it's served me in so many different ways. It's served me in business. It's served me as an entrepreneur. It's serving me as a mother, as a parent, as a wife. And um, yeah, I think it's adaptability and resilience is, you know, it's one of these traits that, you know, a lot of people talk about and it's, it's hard to teach somebody those. Mm-hmm. But if you have it, it's a really, I think it's a really special thing. And like I said, it's, I, I definitely feel that I'm a very adaptable person and it's, it's, yeah, it's been good for me. That's <laughs> awesome. I continue yeah. to kind of hone that, uh, that skill. Honing on it. Incredible. Yeah. Um, what are things that, is there something specific that you're super passionate about right now or working on? Oh, uh, well, my business, <laughs> every, every spare minute, all um, of it with, yeah, especially just with the, with the transition, um, mm-hmm. to doing this more full time. And, um, I'm in the process of, uh, opening up, um, some packages that I'm going to be taking on new clients. So, uh, really, especially the last few weeks have been very, very dedicated to that. Um, I mean, given the current kind of lockdown situation <laughs> that we're in, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's either kind of kids or work at the moment <laughs> or Netflix. I don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think that qualifies as a passion, but <laughs> I mean, some people, some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really don't have a good answer for that. And I, you know, I, I've been interviewed on other podcasts and people have asked like, what's your hobby? What's your passion? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe I need a new hobby or passion or something. <laughs> Well, I mean, also when you're kind of running your own business, that is your passion because you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I wrote an article uh, a few years ago now for The Holistic Parent um, about self-care and the idea sort of, it was a little bit of a different take on what self-care means to me. And really what it boiled down to is self-care is working on my business. Like when I'm working on my business, it's, I feel more like myself. I, you know, I'm able to kind of disconnect from being that role of mom and I get to be the person that I was before I was a mom. You know, I was, I had a 10 year career, um, in publishing before I had kids. So, you know, that to me is my self care. And if I don't get a chance to work on my business, that's when, you know, I start to feel stressed out. And, you know, when the business is running smoothly, I feel like, I'm running more smoothly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, it does. But yeah, yeah. No, I definitely working on my business and, and having an outlet for my own creativity and, you know, doing something outside of being a wife and a mom. Um, 
yeah, that it, it really is my self care. Yeah, that's your time for yourself when you just mm-hmm. kind of focus on that. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting today. Thank you. This was fun. <laughs> right? I'm so glad that I got to interview you. Is there, can you share some ways that listeners can find or support you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, um, you know, I'm on social media. So uh, Instagram's kind of my main outlet right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I am at uh, Wilshire underscore media um, on Instagram. And then I'm also on Facebook, not quite as active, um, but Facebook it's Wilshire media or at Wilshire media one. Um, and then the website is being updated all the time. I've got a bunch of different initiatives going on on the website as well, some, some content updates. So that's wilshiremedia.ca. Um, yeah, I'm open to any other form of communication. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'll definitely include that in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, so everyone can check it out. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. This was really fun. <laughs> My pleasure.